Hey folks, welcome to episode number eight of our Machine Repeat podcast. We appreciate you taking time to uh, share with us here, and I think you're going to enjoy um, this new episode. I'm asked wherever I go, uh, people come up to me and say, hey, Machine Repeat, uh, I read about that story you wrote on that super low hour tractor. And today I'm going to share my favorite memories from 30 years of the lowest hour tractors that I've run across, maybe seen sold at auction or written stories about or YouTube videos. So that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, now before we get started, we need to say a big thank you to our uh, sponsor, Case IH. Great folks there. Visit your local Case IH dealer. Uh, I tell you, Case IH is all about innovation. If you follow our Machine Repeat Facebook page, you maybe caught a recent uh, Case IH post that I shared my friend Bill Weber actually used to work for our machinery P company. Now he's uh, marketing for high horsepower tractors with Case IH, but they shared a really cool video from kind of the archives of Case IH. It was an articulating 7140 Magnum prototype that they'd been working on back in the day, and obviously didn't release it, but to see it, uh, pictures of it, and again, the the truth here is that Case IH is always innovating and uh, trying to make the best products they can for you. So again. Stop in and visit your local Case IH dealer. Now, today's episode a little different. I'm not going to have a guest, as we have in the first uh, seven episodes of our podcast, but uh, we've had a rash of recent stories here of super low-hour tractors, and they kind of bunch together. And so that kind of got me thinking about sharing my favorite low-hour tractor stories with you because, again, I'm asked, sort of asked this wherever I go. And then the other piece tying it together is that November um, here, November of 2019, actually this is the 30-year anniversary of my start compiling auction prices. It was actually exactly 30 years ago, November 1989. I was 23 years old, a year out of college, an accounting major, living in the Twin Cities. And my wife, Jackie, got a teaching job last minute in Rochester, Minnesota, her hometown, so we moved to Rochester and I was looking for an accounting job, and it was right in that window there on November 1989, thanks to my father, Jerry Peterson, back home in Benson, Minnesota, got me connected to this uh, this idea of compiling auction prices. And again, I can't believe it's been 30 years, but just had so much fun over the years. Now again, today's topic, we're going to talk low-hour tractors. Now, if you follow, you know... Machine Repeat social media or my blog, listen listen on AgriTalk or YouTube videos. You maybe saw the blog I posted. It was it was as I record this. It was uh, last Friday evening. It was on a 1988 John Deere 4450 a mechanical front tractor with only 20 hours on it, located down across the border in Chihuahua, Mexico. And I shared a picture of it. It it totally looks like a just like a barn find. I mean, it's got dust on it and uh, amazing tractor. Now, the story on it, because, again, that's that's kind of the gist here is, you know, anytime you run across these crazy low-hour tractors with some age on them, you know, why does that 31-year-old tractor have 20 hours on it? Well, you know, this is the, the Paul Harvey part of the deal that I always enjoy getting to that rest of the story. Now, this one was, I was tipped off to it by a friend I made nine years ago down in El Paso, Texas, Frank Fraze. And Frank was a young auctioneer. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the auctioneer he was working for. It was uh, Dick Dickerson, Ted Dickerson, I think, down there around El Paso. But they had a big consignment sale, and Frankie would come up from across the border in Chihuahua, and Frankie could auctioneer in three languages. Uh, of course, English, Spanish, and then German. There was a big Mennonite community right across the border. So Frank would come up and auction in, in three languages. Now, I went down to that sale. It was February of 2010, and it was uh, I was a, less than a year into our Machine Repeat YouTube video. So I was bouncing around the country, you know, bringing you guys videos, hoping it would amount to something, and thankfully it did. But anyway, I, on my way down there, I was driving my initial plan. I was stupid. Uh, driving down, I rolled my pickup on I-90 by Albert Lee, Minnesota. Thankfully, I was fine. Pickup was hashed. But anyway, went back home, got a ticket, flew down there, met Frankie, did a little video, and he reached out to me last week and said, Pete, I know you cover these interesting tractor stories, and I got one for you. 
So the scoop was Frank Frank's uncle bought this 1988 44-50 uh, brand new in Paducah, Texas, and took it back across the border to his farm there and then shedded it and passed away shortly thereafter. And then the family just, you know, for whatever reason, never used it, and it just sits there. And Frank said they started up once a year for about 15, 20 minutes, and again, 20 hours on it. Now, it's not for sale. When I posted the blog, that's what everyone asked. Geez, is it, is it an auction? Are they going to sell it? And Frank said, nope, you know, just thought you'd be interested in it. So we shared the story. And, it, you know, went viral, of course. It's sort of like finding the Holy Grail there, a 20 hour 4450 but if they did want to sell that I mean I would think 100k would be starting point that I would suggest but it was funny because the day after Frank uh, lobs that one at me 1988 4450 20 hours I put the blog out well the next day I get a message from one of our Facebook followers John I think John's from down around Kentucky and he said Pete I got another one for you and it was, uh, now I haven't posted this yet, but I'm going to be putting a blog out on it. It's a 1990 Challenger 4455 two-wheel drive with 88 hours on it, original hours. They showed me the pictures, plastic on the seat. And again, you know, when I share this stuff or write about it or do videos, people, I totally get it. It's just people can't believe that it's true. And, you know, this doesn't happen every day and, you know, Sometimes, you know, people, they buy stuff. Maybe it's for tax purposes. Maybe they just shed it. Maybe they get sick. Maybe the kids don't farm, whatever. You know, we're humans. And as humans, we do a lot of weird things. So anyway, we'll be sharing the story of this uh, 4455 out of Kentucky with 88 hours. I think it actually just sold, uh, turned turn to hands quickly when it became available, as you can imagine. Now, again... You know, that was two, like in two days, I had those two stories uh, lobbed at me. And then last Saturday, November 9th, in York, Pennsylvania, a little farm auction, uh, one of our followers dropped me a note, and there was an International 756 diesel narrow front, only 3,502 hours on it, sold for $17,000. And that is the record high auction price I've ever seen on an International 756. In fact, the next highest is 11200 so I haven't even got around to posting that blog yet, but now that made three stories in about four days, or three days, low-hour low tractors from around the country. And then the next day, last Sunday, this would have been, what, November 10th, down in Lawler, Iowa, my friends at Sweeney Auction Service had a farm retirement sale, and on that sale, you maybe saw the blog I wrote, but they had a 1992 John Deere 4255 two-wheel drive, 3,535 hours. So, yep, low hours. But the thing on this one was it was the very last serial number. And I'd be, I'm trying to remember here, I think it was like serial number 11844, something like that. But the last one, it brought 60000 bucks, which is the fourth highest auction price I've ever seen on a John Deere 4255. But interestingly, the highest price ever on a 4255 was the same tractor. Same exact tractor sold on an auction in Fredericksburg, Iowa, March 26, 2011. Now, back then, it only had 1,850 hours on it, and it brought 72,000. Now, what was interesting there, a couple things. One is that was about when I started to notice, again, that was March of 11, that a tractor that, that was either the first or last serial number was starting to carry more, I don't know, cachet, more, just it was more in demand. And then that brought 72K back then. And interestingly, it was bought by a young farmer who farmed with it. And he got, you know, what, eight and a half years use on it. Took it from 1,850 hours up to 3,535 hours and sold it for 60. So it did real well there. And that brings up something we'll talk about as we go along here. But a lot of these tractors, these older tractors, whatever, 70s, 80s, 90s, when they show up, with super low hours and they sell privately or at auction, everyone assumes that they're just going right into the museum. And actually, what I found is probably 60 to 65% of the time, you know, 60 to 70%, they're bought to use. And people just think, well, you know, what's a new one cost? Cost an arm and a leg and another leg and two arms and an ear. 
But, uh, you know, these older tractors, more bulletproof, you can wrench on them, and no elect, you know, minimal electronics. So if you followed me, you know the scoop on this, nothing new. But again, just want to share some of my favorite stories. We plant corn in Iowa, spray soybeans in Illinois. We pull calves in Kansas, farrow hogs in Minnesota. We raise rice in Arkansas, rye in Canada, and wheat everywhere in between. We farm millions of acres across North America and build every piece of Case IH equipment. Built by farmers for farmers. Case IH. Rethink productivity. As I was trying to compile this list, it took me a while. Um, one, because I've, I've been doing this so long, 30 years. Now, the tricky part is what's changed in 30 years. So basically social media. And I started our Machine Repeat Facebook, Twitter, YouTube in 2009, late 2009, so 10 years ago. And the speed of the world of information now is just, I mean, it's hard to even remember what we did before the Internet was around or, you know, we were all on our cell phones, you know. Sometimes you see an old TV show and it's a cell phone. It looks like a brick. It's a huge, bulky thing. Well, now we got these little teeny iPhones and... You know, you can run the world from the thing. It's unbelievable. But as I was trying to remember long ago, there was one tractor, and I'm, I'm struggling to verify the date. I know that I wrote a column about it in the 90s, back when I was writing for Successful Farming. It was an international. I think it was a 1066. I'm almost, I'd say, 98% sure. It was a 1066. I think it sold, it was either in, like, southwest Minnesota or eastern South Dakota, very low hours. I don't remember the exact number, but it was just an outlier. It brought $40,000. I remember it was so far above that it was just, you know, it was unbelievable. And I remember the story on it was the person who bought it drove it home. I think it was like something like five, six hours back into, it was either Nebraska or South Dakota. And it was very low hour, 1066. But again, that was, I think it was like 95 or 90. I actually looked in our old auction price books. I went back from 89 to 94, and I couldn't find it, but I know, know it happened. If any of you remember the one I'm talking about, or maybe have copies of old Successful Farming magazine when I used to write for them, um, it's in there somewhere. But that was that's probably the, the oldest memory I have of a crazy low-hour tractor. And again, that's sort of the theme here, crazy low-hour. Now, one of the other older sales I do remember... It was August 26th of 2004 in Ottumwa, Iowa. Again, this was kind of well, five years before social media stuff, but our friends at Sullivan Auctioneers had this farm sale. And this one had another 1066, a 75 model, 891 hours, one owner, brought 31000 bucks. And this was a sale where there was a number of low-hour items. So when I rattled down the list here, they had a 2001 Case H 2366, Combine 347 engine hours, 97,000 bucks. They had a 2000 Case H 9330 four wheel drive row crop special tractor, 178 hours. That sold for 79,000. They had a 1994 Case H 1688 four wheel drive combine, 744 engine hours, brought 71K. And then a 1566, 1976 International, 1326 hours on it, a black stripe, one owner brought 25k now that was the record highest auction price on a 1566 for i believe 10 years almost to the dot 10 years because the only one i've ever seen higher was on august 14th of 2014 down the road from me about a half hour in leroy minnesota and we filmed this auction for our machinery ptv show it was the retirement sale for a gentleman by the name of carmen start he was 90 years old at the time, and the great folks at Galing Auction Company had this sale. And Carmen had, quote-unquote, retired back in the late, like, 77 or 8. And he at the time, he had a 1975 International 1566. And on sale day in August, August 14th to 14, it had 450 actual hours on it. Now, I remember interviewing Carmen before the sale. You can go to YouTube and watch the video of the tractor selling and the preview video where I talked to Carmen. 
And what he did, again, he wasn't sure he wanted to retire, so he put the thing in the shed. And the shed was had no windows. I believe it had a dirt floor, no windows. And this thing, I tell you, this 1566, 450 hours, <laughs> looked like new. And it brought 45000 bucks. And again, you can go to YouTube and type that in. Just type Machine Repeat International 1566. And it'll pop up. You can watch watch it sell. The same sale had a pair of 806s, internationals, about two of the nicest I've ever seen. They had a 66 model, diesel, one owner, 2,338 hours, brought 16,750. And a 64 model, diesel, one owner, 3,346 hours, brought 14,5. And Carmen, I believe, passed away about two years after the auction. I, I saw his obit here in the Rochester Post Bulletin. Where I live, and again, it just made me think of what a fun couple days that were, were hanging out with Carmen, just talking to him and watching his beautiful tractor sell. So as we work up more towards modern times, my some of my memories of low-hour tractors, to me, uh, and I've, you maybe heard me tell this story if I, at various places where I'm speaking or whatnot, but my whole machinery business changed on one day. And it was March 6, 2009. It was a sale in Hamilton, Illinois that day by Sullivan Auctioneers. And again, that was right before social media became a thing for us. So the deal was, you might remember the story, there was an old, uh, was an estate sale for a good old boy. His name was Wayne Crooks. And back in the early 80s, he uh, sold the mineral rights on his farm there around, I think it was around Quincy or uh, Hamilton, Illinois. And he was a good negotiator. He got the oil company from Texas to basically buy him a whole new line of John Deere equipment. And specifically, he said, I want three 1982 John Deere 4440s. And so the oil company is like, yeah, whatever. Well, sure, you bet, Wayne, we'll buy them for you. So they did. And, you know, Wayne just didn't use them hardly at all. So anyway, he passed away, and I remember seeing the sale bill, and my friends at Sullivan's there, Dan and Jim and Joe, at the time, reached out and they said, "Pete, this is this is legit deal." And what got people talking was that one of the '82 model 4440s had 47 hours on it, and the other ones. Uh, let's see if I can find my notes here. I think the other ones had 691 hours, and then 1850 hours, something like that. So I blogged about it. Now, again, there was no Facebook or Twitter then, so I blogged about it week before the sale, and I said, folks, check this out. And that blog just went nuts. It was the first thing I ever, my first experience with posting anything that just took off into the stratosphere. So anyway, I get down there the day before the auction, and we were filming it at the time I was with the Machinery Show, Successful Farming. So we're filming it, and I couldn't believe how many people were there the day before the sale. It was just incredible. So everyone wanted to see what these things were going to bring. And we got, you know, sale day there, March 6, 2009, when the Sullivan auction truck rolled up to the 34440s in a row. I'm telling you, I've, I have never seen anything like that. I think there were like 3,500 people there, and there wasn't a peep. Not nada. It was just nothing. And the prices, you might remember, the first one with 47 hours went for 58000 bucks, And it was uh, Bill Dietrich, the owner of, uh, founder of DMI, was there. He was the winning bidder, bought it for his friend, our, all our friend, John Kinzenbaugh. You can see this tractor in the museum, uh, Kinsey, Kinsey Innovation Center there, Williamsburg, Iowa. If you've never been, you got to get there. It's just fantastic. But the other two 4440s on that sale... The one with 692 hours went for 51k. That's still the second highest auction price ever. So 58k, then 51k. The third one, 1843 hours, went for 43,000, and that is still the fifth highest auction price ever on a 4440. And the thing for me was, two days there talking to all those people continually. I had like a I don't know what it is, four or five hour drive home to Rochester after the sale. And I just, my head was just spinning with ideas. I, I realized on the way home that I was going to have to ask our oldest uh, teenage daughter, Megan, to help me set up a Facebook page, a Twitter, and YouTube. And you know, 
no secret here, folks. I'm a, I'm an old, stubborn Norwegian, very stubborn. <clears throat> but I had to humble myself and say, Megan, please help me. And she's so patient. She did. She helped us set up the YouTube and Facebook and just a little inside secret. The first about six months, all the YouTube videos we posted, I didn't know how to edit. So I'd send all the pieces to Megan and she'd piece them together and post it. And then she finally taught me. <clears throat> but again, that was 10 years ago. That was the day that made me know that I've got to push. I just got to start posting stuff, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, because I just realized there was kind of an insatiable interest in, you know, in, in used equipment values, stories on tractors. It was just a great mix. So we've just had so much fun, but that sale always will stick out for me. Now, one of the other on the topic of super crazy low-hour tractors, the one that I get talked to about the most, you, you probably can guess it. It was a YouTube video I posted. Um, let see if I can find the date. It was November 5th of 2013, and it was the story of a John Deere 4960. I think it was a 92 model, 14 hours on it in Ohio, and it had sat outside for 20 years. The guy bought it. His shed was full. He just parked it. You can probably see in your head the pictures from the YouTube video of trees growing up around, and not through, but just all around. And again, 14 hours on it. And when the guy passed away, you know, people wanted it. And I got to meet the folks that bought it. It was a father-son, Ryan and Joe Young, just fantastic farmers out around Rushville, Ohio. And I remember Ryan telling me that that there was like a legend around this thing. People knew about it, that knew there was this never-used 4960. And people wanted to go look at it over the years, but the owner uh, didn't, you know, like a lot of us, didn't like people nosing around the property, and he, he just didn't wasn't into that. So when he passed away, anyway, they sold this thing. And I, I believe I'm correct here. Ryan might be listening and correct, might correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Joe and Ryan paid like 74000 for it. And again, 14 hours, but it had been sitting out for 20 years. So the condition was, was amazingly good. The hood was, was, um, was pitted out from the sap that had dripped down on it. But the cab was amazing. We went out to film it for our TV show that spring um, in 13 or early 14, March of 14, we filmed with Ryan. And we, when we climbed up in the cab, it still smelled like new. And I think that video, again, you can just go type in Machine Repeat, John Deere 4960, you'll see the video. I think it's, I think it's pushing 1.8 million views out there, so thanks for watching it, folks, and talking about it. But wherever I go, people want to ask me about that tractor. There's not a week goes by wherever I am that people ask about it. So, again, the big thing is people say, well, they, they kind of just don't believe it. Like, why would a guy buy a tractor and park it outside and not use it? I don't know. Again, as humans, we do weird things sometimes, and there's sometimes there's no explaining it. But again, that was a interesting one, and I think the rest of the story on that tractor, I believe um, the guys listed it for sale. I think initially for like 200k on the internet a number of years after they bought it, and I think they wound up selling it for like one. I'm trying to remember if it was like 130, something like that. So again, I think there have been some pictures out there on social media of it, the folks who bought it, uh, using it. So very cool there. And my friend Ryan, Ryan Young, the son of the buyers, told me that when they first picked up the tractor, and I can't, I can't remember if they had changed out the fuel, obviously, but the first time they started it up, he said he filmed it with his iPhone. It was an earlier iPhone, but he said, Subsequently, he dropped it, and the phone locked up. And I'm like, Ryan, if you ever get that video off that phone, send it to me because we'd have another YouTube video that everyone would want to watch. So that was a fun story for sure. Another another story that folks remember uh, is my friend Kevin Sykes out in Riskany Falls, New York. Uh, Kevin, is he's known as the kind of the John Deere tractor collector guy around North America, kind of from the... 
20 series up through the 55, 60 series and beyond, but Kevin's a sharp dude, but he'd, he'd kind of grown up, uh, hearing the stories of all the, you know, the two cylinder John Deere tractors going up in value and, oh my gosh, the 4020s, you know, if we could just find a low hour 4020 and that kind of thing. And so he's a young guy out there, young farmer in New York. And I'm remembering as Kevin told me the story, he, he wanted to apply that truth that he'd heard anecdotally from all the farm audience. And he said, I want to buy the lowest hour 4455 I can find. Now, the thing was, this was like right a year or two after the internet got rolling. So we're talking like 93, 94. So Kevin's a young dude, and he I think he worked with his local John Deere dealer. Back then, dealers had this system through DTN where the dealers would connect with each other, you know, way again, way before internet listings, machinerypeat.com and all that. And he just told his dealer, keep your eye out for the lowest 4455 you find. Well, they found one. I believe it was in Michigan, and it had like three hours on it. And the scoop was that a doctor there had bought it, you know, intending to farm, but he's got a couple little kids, and he's a doc. He's busy. Anyway, again, humans were weird. Things don't always go according to plan. He didn't use it. So, again, I think I'm remembering the numbers right, and Kevin can chime in and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Kevin bought it for like 58000 with three hours on it in 1994-ish. And then he just brought it home to New York and shedded it. And you can see a shed. We Again, there's another Machine Repeat YouTube video. Just type just type uh, New York Machine Repeat into YouTube and it'll pop up. But I think it was 2012, Kevin decided, okay, time to sell this thing. Let's test the theory. And at that time, I think Kevin had 33 hours on it. So like a 92, I think it was a 92, 91 or 2, 44, 55, 33 hours on it. Puts it up for sale on the internet at 155, 155k, and I don't think it was too many days. I can't remember top of my head how many days it was. But Kevin said it was quick. He started getting calls, and he wound up uh, selling it for asking price, 155, to a buyer from Mexico. And you probably all know the story. I don't want to bore you with it, but again, I get asked about it a lot, and it's just fun to share. But anyway. The day after Kevin sold it to the buyer from Mexico, he gets a call from a dude in Canada who said, oh, man, I saw your ad, 33-hour, 44.55, I'll buy it, 155. I'll pay your asking price. Well, Kevin said, oh, you know, sorry, sir, already sold it, just sold it. Um, but the guy in Canada then, his retort was, well, do you still have it? Is it still on your farm? The risk any falls New York. Kevin said, yep, still here, I haven't shipped it yet. And he said, are you going to be home tomorrow? Well, yeah, I'll be home tomorrow. So the Canadian dude flies down. I think he flew into Syracuse, New York airport, drives out to Kevin's place. And again, you probably know the rest of the story. He's got a briefcase. Pops open the briefcase. In the briefcase, 175 k cash. It says, I really, really want to buy this 4455. Well, Kevin, you know, he's like you guys. He's not going to. He's got a deal already. So he said, man, thanks for coming. I already have a deal. Now, the part of the story that, that made people a little sad was that, as as Kevin told me, you know, he's getting ready to ship this thing to Mexico or the buyer and, he, and reaches out to them and is like, hey, you know, what special things do you want me to do to get this thing ready to ship? And the buyer in Mexico said, eh, don't sweat it. A few months you won't recognize it. And Kevin was like, what? Well, they bought the thing to pound on it. A big farm, many farm hands, and they just, you know, you know, this is what's so interesting. Again, people assume that that's being bought for like a museum or a, a collection. But that buyer looked at that tractor and said, "That's a early '90s Deer 55 series, 33 hours on it. That's the newest one I'm ever going to find. I'll pay the full asking price, way beyond what it's all for new." But then again, what does a new one cost? Even back then, you know, seven years ago. And how much simpler is a 55 series? So anyway, again, it was bought to use. So that was a story people always remember. Now, I think what's happened here, people ask me, they'll say, Machine Repeat, how do you, where do you find all these stories on these low-hour tractors? And here's the part where, 
you know, things have changed in a couple ways. One, again, the Internet, social media, we're, we're all kind of living out there. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, people are connecting. And obviously our website, I mean, shoot, we get like 6 million page views a month. and So people are very connected. And these stories are just finding me a lot. And the other thing, there's just a lot of auctions where, you know, people have this low-hour stuff and they just kind of hold it. Now, a couple of recent auctions I can think of, again, well, let's just stay on the topic of green here. So there was an auction, I think it was August 3rd of this year, 2019, in Bingham Lake, Minnesota, just kind of over south-central part of the state. Again, Sullivan Auctioneer Sale, and it, again, you probably remember the story, but it was a 1979-4640, 826 hours on it. Actual original hours. And so, again, I, we did a preview video. Dan Sullivan sent me the video, and we put that out, and people, you know, I get it. They're like, nah, that's that's hokey. That's not true, whatever. It's tax spun over. And Again, I totally understand. That happens a lot. But once in a while, it's, you know, it's just true. Now, this, the Paul Harvey rest of the story here is that the guy that owned it was, I think he was like, he just turned 90. And it was a trust auction. He hadn't passed away yet, but none of the three kids, I think he had three kids, they weren't farming with him. And he had just had a small farm, and he'd been retired for ages. So this 4640 he bought, the 79 model, 826 hours, just been sitting in the shed. So on sale day, August 3rd, I'm there filming it. Again, just go to YouTube. You can watch it sell. About $61,000 which I think, if I remember right, was 25000 over the previous high auction price I'd seen on a 4640. It's like 36000 a number of years ago. And it was purchased, again, by John Kinzenbaugh. John came up, flew in on his helicopter for the sale, and uh, bought the tractor. And he also, there was another tractor on the same sale, 79 model, or 77, 4430, John Deere, 1,367 hours, one owner quad range, that brought 35.5. I think John bought that as well. And the 46.40, I think the plan is John's going to have that probably on display a little bit at the Innovation Center, maybe alongside the 46.40 that he bought on the March 6, 2009 auction for 58K. You know, I'm, I've always wondered about that 47-hour <laughs> that 44.40 that sold March, March 6th of 09. If that was up for sale today... My number is 100K on that thing. Again, because of, you know, 10 years different, uh, it's just we're farther along. But a little bit of proof there that when that 4640 with 826 hours went for 61K. Um, so that was August 3rd. Now, if we stay recent auctions, another one we filmed for our TV show. This was back in April, April 10th. 2019, uh, just 30 miles from me in Lake City, Minnesota. Again, and we'll stay on the topic of green here, uh, was a guy by the name of Bill Dankwart. His estate sale. Now, I had met Bill two years two years prior on SEMA Equipment's big auction here in Rochester, Minnesota. Bill came up to me that day. It was really cold, colder even than us Norwegian Minnesotans are used to. But at the auction that day, Bill had on like a, a floor-length, coonskin coat now I go to a lot of auctions I see a lot of attire I've n I'd never seen anyone wear a floor length coonskin coat to an auction <laughs> Bill came up and he said machine repeat I have a tractor that you need to come see and we talked about his 4440 and it had 2147 hours on it now we were never able to work out a day when I could go up to Lake City to see it uh, unfortunately Bill passed away I think he was in his 80s uh, but he passed away, and they had the sale April 10th. So this 1980 2147 hours, quad range, one owner, went for 43.5. And I think that is the number four, the fourth highest 4440 ever. So Sullivan's, I think, has four of the top five there. They call him the 4440 specialist. Uh, but uh, that same sale, it was interesting, had a 98 John Deere 8400 mechanical front with only 1,045 hours, one owner. And I know Luke Sullivan, that, that was his favorite tractor of the day. 
uh, and it brought 95000 which is a very strong price, but actually I thought that was maybe not a halfway decent buy. 1000 hour at 8400 21 years old. So that was uh, that was quite a memorable day. And if we talk a little bit more uh, later model tractors, but again, crazy low hour. Let's go over to Red Equipment. And there was a sale back this year on February 18th. In, uh, it was out of Cherokee, Iowa, was where the tractor was. It was a online sale, I think, by our, our friends at Iowa Auction Group, Northwest Iowa there. They had a 2012 Case H Magnum 290. So seven years old, had 45 hours on it. And again, you say, well, what was up with that? You know, fill in the blank. I got sick, just bought it for tax purposes, whatever. But uh, it sold for $140,000, which is the second highest auction price the last four years on a Magnum 290. Now, what I found interesting on, on that tractor was that uh, three weeks earlier, January 30th of 2019, on a farm sale in west central Iowa, so just a little bit to the south. There was another Magnum 290. This one was a 14 model, so it was two years newer. Uh, only had 560 hours on it, but the kicker there was it it was selling with a 10-year, a Senex 10-year, 10,000-hour extended warranty. And in the current environment, with, you know, downtime being such a problem with our terrible planting and harvesting conditions, under warranty is huge, and that brought 151000 bucks. Again, that was uh, January 30th. That's the second highest auction price ever on a Magnum 290. The only higher one, you got to go back uh, seven years to December 6th of 2012. Consignment sale in Pleasantville, Iowa. We saw a 2011 model Magnum 290 with 310 hours, brought 161 So, again, interesting to see on the late model stuff. Now, another uh, later model tractor with crazy low hours, I remember this one because we it was the first auction we filmed for our new Machinery Pete TV show when I split off from the Machinery show back in 2013. We filmed an auction in Lenox, Iowa, and it was, I think, June 29th of 2013. And on that sale was a 2010 John Deere 96 34-wheel drive. Only had 17 hours on it. Now, June 29th of 13, if you remember back, so that was like a couple months after commodity prices had dipped from their levels we fondly remember where they were. So the reality of it hadn't maybe sunk in yet. But uh, that 2010 96 34-wheel drive deer brought 265 k Again, we have a YouTube video of it. If you were at the sale, you want to see what you looked like six years ago, go check it out. I think that was the third highest auction price I've ever seen on a 9630. Uh, and if we talk recent, uh, more recent results, again, really low-hour tractors. I think this will be like the third John Deere 4455 in our segment today. But uh, there was a sale last December, December 8th of 2018, just up the road from me in Kenyon, Minnesota, uh, Maring Auction Company, one of the best auction companies you'll ever run across. Matt and Kevin and Adam, and uh, they just do an awesome job up there, Michelle. And this was a consignment sale, but on the sale was a one-owner 1990 John Deere 4455 mechanical front power shift uh, that the municipality of Kenyon, Minnesota, probably like 3,000 people population, 30 minutes from Rochester, they owned it, and the word was back in the day they got a grant from the state of Minnesota for this tractor, and they were going to use it to move sludge, I think is what Kevin uh, told me. But anyway, they they just didn't use it much, and it just sat, shedded all these years. So it comes up for sale, and I went up to do a preview video on it with Kevin and Matt, and we were standing around talking afterwards, and Matt Maring is about as sharp a used equipment guys you'll ever run across. And Matt said, Pete, said, I guarantee this tractor will go for 64000 And I, I was thinking it might hit seventy, you know, low 70s maybe. But uh, if you remember, it brought 90500 bucks. guy from Wisconsin bought it. Not sure in that particular case if he bought it to use it or hold it. But 90500 again, there's a YouTube video out there. Stipe Machinery Peach on your 4455. Minnesota, it'll pop up. 
Uh, now that ninety thousand five hundred bucks, that is ten thousand five hundred dollars higher than the next highest auction price ever on a forty-four or fifty-five sold without a loader. Eighty thousand bucks was the next high. Uh, the highest ever on a forty-four fifty-five. We did see one with a loader sell uh, October third of '09, just over ten years ten years ago last month. Winter South Dakota. 1991 model, 1,423 hours with a John Deere 280 loader, brought 94.5. Again, winter South Dakota. Uh, now, one little tip I'd throw out here, folks. If, if you do have a low-houred, older tractor in that horsepower range, not a bad idea to advertise it out in the eastern, well, all of South Dakota, actually. If 30 years of compiling auction prices, you get over a million of them, if you look at the number of times the record price, the geography, the number of times it's come out of South Dakota is improportionately high based on population. So those guys in South Dakota don't mess around. They know a good tractor when they see it, they value it. Again, 94.5 on that 44.55 10 years ago with a loader. Now, I've seen some crazy low-hour things, um, not just tractors. But we had a combine story earlier this year that uh, really got people talking. My friends at the Steffes Group up there out of West Fargo, North Dakota, they actually have three, four locations, uh, Mount Pleasant, Iowa, Litchfield, Minnesota. They often have sales down at Boone, Iowa at the, at the uh, Farm Progress Showgrounds. Great auction company. They had a sale, an estate sale, back, ooh, I didn't write the sale date down. I think it was June and you might remember the one I'm talking about here. It was a John Deere 8820 combine, not a Titan II. It was it was earlier than a Titan II, but this 8820 had never been to the field. 15.5 engine hours. Uh, the story was uh, auctioneer Scott Gillespie, my friend, was Steffes there, was giving me the scoop on it, and he said, Pete, supposedly they just drove it home from the dealership. And I think the guy's name was Tony Zick. And again, so we posted like a preview and post a picture out there, and you probably saw it on social media this summer, and you're like, wow. And again, I get it. Most people are like, ah, that, you know, whatever. That can't, they just, it can't be true. Well, I asked Scott, I said, Scott, what's the scoop here? And to paraphrase, Scott just told me, Tony was a very successful guy with a lot of businesses. He had his hands in a lot of things, but sort of at the heart of it, he liked to consider himself to be a farmer. And he'd purchased these uh, items on the sale. There was actually another combine in 1990, John Deere 9600, 311 engine hours. So those two combines on the same auction, it was in Beardsley, Minnesota. And if I remember, I think it was just an online auction. Um, but the 8820 went for 755 and the 1990-9600, 311 engine hours went for 68K. Now, that 8820 at 75.5, I went back, we got 20 years of auction prices at machinerypeat.com. To go back to find the next highest John Deere 8820 sold without a head, I got down to 25,500 bucks was the next highest. And that one sold July 11th, 2000 almost 20 years ago on a sale in Hamilton, Michigan by Miedema Auctioneering. Great guys over there, Scott and Sid and the crew, do an awesome job. So again, 75.5. Now, the cool part here again is that you would assume this combine, this 8020 was bought, oh, you know, never been to the field, 15 hours, you know, put it in a museum, right? Maybe John Deere will buy it. It was actually a rumor. I... I couldn't confirm it was true or not, that years ago Deere had offered the Zix 50000 for it. Again, I don't know if that's true or not, but this was bought by a, a guy in Texas, I think Spearman, Texas. And if you follow Machine Repeat on Twitter, you've seen he's, he's actually he's using this thing. It's out in the field, and it's cool to see this 8820, you know, just breaking it in out in the field. And it, it really, the comments on it, it's it's so interesting. It makes a lot of people happy to see this older equipment, um, you know, bought to use. But then, it, again, a lot of people are like, well, shoot, 
never used, you know, keep it in a museum. So again, I'd say 60 to 70% of the time this stuff is is bought to use. U.S. Custom Harvesters Incorporated is an association of professional custom harvesters serving the needs of the American farmer. The U.S. Custom Harvesters is a dues-funded nonprofit membership organization. The strength of which is in its membership primarily consists of individual harvesters such as combine, forage, hay, and cotton, as well as related businesses like equipment manufacturers. The U.S. Custom Harvesters, we harvest the crops that feed the world. Become a member today. Go to uschi.com or call the National Office of the U.S. Custom Harvesters at 620 I think this will always be one of the most interesting tractors I'll run across at auction. Again, I've been doing this 30 years this month. Now, this sale was in St. Edward, Nebraska, December 19th, 2016. My friend John Temme, an auctioneer I've known for many years, and just a shout-out to the 1,100 auctioneers I worked with these 30 years, all their help. Thank you. Thank you for answering my phone calls 30 years ago and cooperating and helping out a, you know, 23-year-old no-name guy from Rochester who called to ask what that, how your how your sale went Tuesday. Oh, John's a great guy. But on this sale, this retirement sale, he had a 1989 John Deere 4055 two-wheel drive, 215 actual hours on it. Now, John is a sharp cat, and he called me up about a month in advance, and he said, Pete, I got to tell you about this tractor. So I listened Heard the story, and I said, okay, a couple questions, John. I said, now, tell me about the owner. And I, I can't remember the gentleman's name off the top of my head, but if I remember right, John said he was in his low 80s, 82 or 83 years old, and I think he was maybe in a, in a, like a nursing home. And I, I asked John, I said, do you think you could do a preview video and maybe relay the owner's, you know, just his thoughts on the tractor, how he used it type of thing? And John did it, and he filmed a really good preview video, got it to me. Of course, we push it out on our Machine Repeat social media channels, and, you know, so folks were just talking about this 1989 4055 two-wheel drive, 215 hours, coming up for sale in Nebraska. What's it going to bring? Well, it was funny because two years prior, I had written a blog after a March 15th, 2014 auction in Big Rapids, Michigan by Vanderkoke Auction, uh, my friend Scott up there, uh, awesome dude. And he had a sale uh, that day where he had a 92 model 4055 two-wheel drive with 498 hours on it, sold for 63750 And I remember in the blog writing, folks, mark it down, chalk it up. Machine repeats going on record saying this will never be topped. Sixty-three thousand seven hundred fifty bucks for a forty fifty-five. Awesome. And there's a YouTube video on that one selling. You can go watch Scott sell that thing for sixty-three seven fifty. Well, anyway, back to Saint Edward, Nebraska, December six, December nineteenth of sixteen. John sells this tractor, two hundred fifteen hours, ninety-three thousand dollars. Again, there's a YouTube video of it. Selling, just type machine repeat, 4055, you'll see it. And John is awesome. He he went the next step, and he actually interviewed the father and son who bought it. They were from South Dakota. I can't remember what town. But as I mentioned before, these South Dakota guys, when they see a quality, low-hour tractor like this, one owner original, they don't mess around. And, again, so it sold for 93000 so here again, people would say, oh, museum, right? Nope. In the video, the interview with the father and son, they said, you know, this was dad's favorite haying tractor. And here's, you know, we'll never have another chance to buy one like this. They bought it, took it home, use it out there to bale hay. Um, they've sent me pictures and video clips. Awesome to see that tractor out in the field doing its thing. Um, and again, what's a new one cost? When people... Over the years when I'll post, you know, any of these. So that forty fifty five for ninety three thousand bucks or the or the fifteen sixty six for forty five thousand Leroy, Minnesota, these record prices. Um I understand it, but a lot of people will always say <laughs> the one common one is people will say, Well, you know, that's where two fools met, parted with their money. And it's like, you know, it's a free country. God bless you. We're all entitled to our opinions. Say what you want. But there's only one thing that's true, 
in the conjecture about, oh, you paid too much or, oh, that was a great buy. The only thing that is, that's true is when the gavel fell, bang. That's what it sold for on that day in that area in that condition. And the auction method, it's not done in a vacuum. So that 93000 bucks uh, on that 4055 or that 4640 that went for 61K August 3rd, John Kinzenbaugh bought. There was another dude there who was dying to have that. And you're bidding against each other. It's competition. It brings what it brings. And I tell you, it's been so fun compiling these prices for 30 years. And I can't wait to see what stories are around the corner next week and next month. And again, big thank you to listeners and readers of my column all these years. And if you watch our TV show, and again, I'm just humbled. 30 years, 30 years ago this month, I started. And uh, I've had so much fun. Raised our two kids. Got them off. Got our youngest daughter married last Saturday. So my wife and I, we feel blessed. Um, and again, just thankful for your support. And that'll wrap up our episode number eight. Some of my memories of super crazy low-hour tractors over my 30 years. And again, we need a big shout-out and thank you to our sponsor. It makes this podcast possible. Great folks at Case IH. Stop into your local dealer. See what they've got to help you uh, be better on the farm. So until next week, folks, uh, stay warm out there. And uh, remember, every day is a gift and a blessing. And until next time, we will see you at the sales. 